and welcome to the Happier Marriage Podcast. A podcast for spouses longing to have a happier marriage so they can feel more connected, desired and supported. Now, to start the show, here is your host, and Sherpa, licensed marriage and family therapist and certified relationship coach, Kingsley Grant. Thanks for joining me on this show. This is episode 19, and today we'll be exploring the topic of happier life, of happier wife, and her top four needs. This show is brought to you by kingslegrant.com. Our hope is that you will be challenged, inspired, and encouraged in this episode as in every other episode. So stay tuned. So the big question is this. How is it possible that you have a happier marriage when you feel like you've tried everything? Your spouse isn't making an effort. You're exhausted. You feel like giving up. Or there's so much hurt that's taken place between you and your spouse. That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of Happier Marriage World? I hope you're ready for another round of the Happier Marriage Podcast. Today, we are talking about what a wife needs to feel happier in her marriage. And you may or may not agree with what I have to say, but you can always share your thoughts through a comment or an email. You might be triggered by some of what I share, but remember, that is one of the purpose of this show, right? to stir things up and then take you in for a safe landing. So make sure whatever you do, stick around to the end because I have a special gift for you, whether you agree with me or not, but I still have a special gift for you just because you are here listening to this episode. Thanks for joining me for this episode. As you've already heard, we're talking about what a wife needs to feel happier in her marriage. Now, I've categorized four needs that you as a wife have that I've experienced as a husband of more than three decades and my professional work as a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified relationship coach. For the past 15 years, I have kind of experienced so many relationships. We are so many couples, hundreds and hundreds that I've worked with over the last several years have kind of given me different ways to look at what they're looking for, especially the wife. And so I'm sharing with you these four um, needs that I believe are top four needs that I believe if you as a wife have, you will, will be happier in your marriage. And you can check me on this, right? If at some point you said, ah, that's not true, Kingsley. Well, check me on that. Let me know. I would love to hear from you because these are needs that I will be sharing with you. And they're not in any specific order, but they are, I believe, necessary to fulfill the happier wife, happier life script, right? So here we go then and sharing with the, you these four. Now, as I mentioned before, they're not in any particular order, but I believe the first one is one of the top um, most important of all four. And you'll see what I mean when you hear me mention. So number one need, I believe that you as a wife need is to feel secure in your relationship. So I would say number one is security, right? Feeling secure, I believe is so important for, for you as a wife. And again, let me know if your thoughts are otherwise. I've listened and counseled, like I mentioned, with so many couples, mainly the wife. As she shares with me, one of the things she's looking for, and she may not use the word security at first, but when I listen to what she have to say, 
I'm hearing her saying, I want to feel more secure in my relationship. Now, what does that mean? What does that really mean that she's asking for? I'll ask the question, well, what do you mean by security, right? And, and she will say that, I want to know that my husband have my back. I want to feel safe with him. Um, I want to feel that wherever I am, wherever he is, that my our relationship is top of mind, is a priority. I want to know when I'm out with him that he doesn't throw me under the bus, especially when I'm with his family, especially if there's a, you know, in-law issue going on. I'll give an example. I, I spoke to a couple recently, and what I heard in that session was where the wife, she is at odds with the, the husband's parents, because especially the, the dad, because they had an issue, right? They had uh, a disagreement. And the wife is very, <laughs> and this is how he describes her. She, and she agrees. She admits that this is who she is. And if you as are listening, uh, maybe you, you can identify, but she is a pretty, you know, she's sure of herself. She's confident. She is like a very straightforward person. You know, she doesn't kind of butter, you know, um, sugarcoat what she have to say. And, and that's one of his issues as well, because he feel like she is not diplomatic. And he's more that diplomatic person that dances around things. And, you know, he wants to have everybody be happy. She really is a straight shooter. And that's one of the things he kind of um, was saying, you know, it makes him feel very uncomfortable. So what happened was that in the situation where the uh, his dad is also pretty straightforward, you know, very, very sugarcoat things as well. Now, it's almost like two bulls in a china shop, right? As you've heard this saying goes. And so what happened was they kind of disagreed and they got at it. Now, most times those two personalities, they are just seeing it as normal to to stand toe to toe basically and having disagreement and be strong about their position. Now, if you are not like that, you look in and you're thinking that, you know, um, man, they are at it there. A war, world, world war three is about to begin, but it's not really so for them. But anyway, the point is that, um, he, the father said some things that were uncalled for and almost shows, showed his wife, this, you know, this man, his wife, that he really wasn't fond of her. And she got, she got offended by that. She felt kind of like, you know, you know, I'm your daughter-in-law and, I was hoping to be embraced in the family, but that wasn't happening. And what happened was the husband, as he looked on, he felt like he's caught between a rock and a hard place because he loves his wife, but he's also, he loves his parents, his dad. He didn't know what to do. So he froze, right? Oh, fight, flight, freeze. He froze and he really didn't say anything. He looked away. He kind of walked away. He didn't really have much to say. And she just kind of shut down. She shut down because you know, she was at their home. And so she feel like, you know, I just want to get away. Just take me home. That was her kind of her attitude and her body language was like, let just take me out of here. But the husband was, you know, it's kind of smoothing things over and acting as if not, not much happened. And she didn't feel like as if he had her back. And so what happened was it began to, you know, this is, this happened like years, um, years ago. So years later, this is still in her system. And so she had her belief was formed that he didn't make her feel secure. No, she felt like he didn't make her feel secure and he would throw her under the bus if needs be just to be nice and wasn't protective of her. And so 
What she needed was security. She needed to feel secure. Doesn't mean she wants, he's going to agree with her, but at least he would somehow step up to a place where she felt, felt secure and she didn't feel that way. I believe that that wife wanted at that time, she wanted to feel as if her husband was her protector, right? Her protector. And that is one aspect of security. Another aspect of security for her, it would be um, as a provider that he is going to provide for her, provide a place. Now, sometimes, you know, I agree, some wives, they are in a better position financially and they may have a better job and I get it. But at the same time, in the back of her head, even though she may be making more money, he, she wants to still feel as if he's going to still provide. He's still going to be there and, you know, whatever happens, he's going to make a way to make she, make her feel as if, if anything happens, he will make a way to provide for her, right? Provide the security, provide a sense of um, peace and calm and have her back kind of thing. Provide that for her, protect her, provide. But also she wants to feel secure. She wants his presence. She wants to make sure that he's there when she needs him. That is, I believe, is what security looks like. And I believe when a wife have that, has that, then she, you know, happier wife, happier life, right? And I believe it leads to a happier marriage. And that's the first thing I have to mention. Now, the second one I believe of the four needs is she needs attention, right? You as a wife need attention from your husband. Why do I, I hear many times, and this is what I've heard for, um, firsthand from wives who will say, you know, I, I just, the reason why, especially if she had an affair, she said, I began to get attention from some other men because my husband wouldn't give me the, the attention. You know, he wouldn't say anything about how I look. He would not compliment me. He would not tell me I look nice. None of that happened, right? So she felt like, okay, some other men came along and he began to pay her attention and she began to feel like a woman. She felt like, you know, at least somebody is seeing something that my husband doesn't isn't seen or isn't saying, even if he saw it, he's not saying anything. Now, here's what I find that sometimes it's difficult, especially for some men who are not affectionate, right? Like, like myself, as an example, I grew up in a culture and in a home where my dad didn't show affection. Um, it was lacking in my home. So I learned by watching that my dad, that, you know, he really wasn't that uh, you know, sad to say, he wasn't that attentive person. And so what happened was with my mom, he just wasn't there. Um, and again, you know, he, I, I want to make sure that I say this, that my, my dad, to give him some credit, he didn't get that from his own family. His dad died when he was very young. So he didn't really see what that looked like, right? He didn't really, um, have any model of what atten- affection looks like. And so when he died very young, and, and so what he had to do was step up to the plate and be his mom, right? Had to help his mom basically, um, raise, you know, um, raise his siblings. And so he really was that kind of, uh, had to step up as a, as a, you know, imagine, just imagine what it's like for, for my, for my dad, right? Imagine what it was like for him where he, felt like I got to be the man. I got to bring my my siblings, my sisters and my brothers into kind of, um, I would say, subjection. So he was a very kind of the guy who was very disciplinarian, very, very, uh, uh, that's what he was all about, right? And, and so um, 
it became very, very difficult. So my dad, that's all he learned. And, and so affection was not something that he kind of um, gave my my mom. And, and so I, I that's my model. That's what I saw. And it was very difficult for me to, you know, I know my wife needed attention. And I know it's within me. I wanted to say and share with her as much as I could. But it was very difficult. It was something that I did not grow up with, as a matter of fact. So it's, you know, and, and because my love language was not affection per se, and so my wife was, it was very challenging for me, but I know that she needs that. And so, you know, thank God I've learned, she's taught me how to be better in, in the area of affection. She's actually, you know, taken my hands and wrapped around her and hugged her. And, and, and thank God my wife is not one that is going to make a, you know, she, yes, she, she needs that, but she, she understands that, um, you know, I, I love, I love her, but, I, I, I'm lacking in this as a deficit for me. And, and some relationships, some wives, I get it. They're starving for that. And, and they, they need that, that husband to let them know how, you know, pretty they are and that they are, you know, um, they're sexual or sensual. You know, they, they need to hear something, right? And as you, as a wife, you know that you want to hear that. So what happens is that you go outside the relationship and you begin to hear it and you begin to get that from somebody, someone else. And one thing leads to another, leads to another. And then before you know, uh, what happened is that you end up in a, a situation that you never thought you would have ended up with. So not only does, um, I mentioned before, a wife needs security. Um, uh, she also needs attention, right? She needs to be hugged, uh, to be held. Now, I'm speaking in a, in a broad term because some wives don't need this, right? They're not necessarily the type because I, I've met and talked to some wives who said, I, you know, I'm okay. I, I don't need to be, you know, because she's not the huggy type, you know, that's not her personality. And, but that's the rare thing, right? But for the most part, I believe they need, um, wives for them to have a happier, wife happier life. She needs to have the attention from her husband. She needs him to let her know that she is the center of attention for him, right? Because when she doesn't get that, she began to think, well, is he giving that to somebody else, right? And all these different thoughts begin to uh, percolate in her mind. So that's very important of the four things. So the first thing was security. Second thing was attention. The third is communication. Now, I'm saying this because I've heard it. I don't necessarily agree or believe it, but I, I hear that women... Um, there, I guess there's no scientific studies that was done. I, I don't know where it started, but women speak each day. She had to speak like 15,000 words. And so men need to speak 5,000. And so at the end of the day, she have her 10,000 left and she wants to dump it all on him. <laughs> and it's like, I just, you know, I, I don't want to, I want to break. I want to break. Right. And I believe that she wants as a wife, right? You want your husband to, to, to communicate, right? Um, it's not just to about just surface thing, you know, um, I've heard many wives said this, that, um, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what he really wants. He doesn't talk. He doesn't actually, this is the number one, I would say number one reason, uh, most couples, when they come in for, for any kind of therapy and they will say, you know, as a question, so what can we work on? And they will almost always say our communication. We just don't communicate. And so what she wants, she wants to hear from him. She wants to hear his heart, but what happens is sometimes as men, we don't necessarily want to share our hearts, right? We want to work through things. We want to muscle our way through and we'll, we've got to figure it out because to do for, if we don't, it's less than a man. If we have to feel like we, we just don't know and we don't want to get the impression we just don't know even what we're feeling. We don't know how to communicate that as well. So, but she wants to hear. 
Uh, she wants to know. Now, again, as I said, going back to my own relationship, thank God my wife, you know, we, we do have communication. We try to find times along the way to make these deposits along the way where it's not all piled up. And, and so I don't necessarily feel the pressure, right? But I try, and again, you know, I, I'm, I have to make sure that you understand that I'm coming from a trained, uh, a place of training, right? So I've been trained this way. I've kind of trained myself because of my training and helping other couples. So I am not the typical guy in that regard. And I'm not trying to hold myself up as a standard. I'm just simply saying I have a better, uh, my self-awareness is a bit different because I have that background. And I know I want to make sure I put that out there just in case you're thinking that, of course, Kingsley, you're a licensed marriage and family therapist. You are a relationship coach. You should know all these things. And, and you're right, right? But I'm just saying to you that not all relationship where every wife, every wife, um, need this, right? But for the most part, she wants to hear him talk about his day and what's happening in his life and his plans and his goals, his aspirations, um, his hurt, what scares him, you know, what his fears are. Um, and she wants that kind of communication. He doesn't want to talk about that because again, it's to admit that he's weak or is a failure. That's not what he wants, but it's necessary, right? It's necessary. So. It's important then that if a wife is going to happier wife, happier life, she needs mutual communication. She needs her husband to be talking to her, not at her, right? But talking with her, talking to her and making her feel as if she's part of him and she is knowing what's going on in his in his mind, in his heart, right? So again, we started by saying the first thing I mentioned was she needs security. The second thing is attention. The third thing is communication. Now, this last one I'm going to mention, it may be a bit tricky because some um, in our world, I believe we have shifted shifted away from this for a lot of times, right? We've shifted away from this in in a, in a um, unfortunately, but I believe I believe, and I'm going to say this very strongly. Because I'm looking not only through a scientific lens, I'm also looking through a biblical lens, right? A Christian lens, as you very much, if you've listened to me, you know this is going to come up, that I believe a wife needs leadership, right? You say, Kingsley, wait a minute. Are you saying she's not a leader? No, I didn't say that, right? She doesn't need lordship, right? Well, she, you know, of course she needs that if she's submitted to God, she needs God to be, her, um, you know, to be the Lord of her life. That's a whole different story. So I'm not talking about that. We all need lordship. I need to be submitted to God, and so is a wife, and so are so hopefully so so do you. And that's the lordship. But when it comes to our husband, I mean, a wife, she needs her husband to be the leader. Now, I have seen um, in the case of some wives where they feel as if they have to take a leadership role because the husband may not be stepping up, and if they don't, they feel like things are going to fall apart. I get it, but I found that very same wife will say to me. I'm tired. I'm tired of being the one who's always leading, always coming up with the ideas, always being proactive. I'm, you know, I, I do it, but I'm tired of it. I wish my husband would, right? I wish my husband would. So a wife needs, because I believe it's in, I believe God in built into a woman this need for having a man. You know, see, here we go, Kingsley. Here we go. This is dangerous ground because are you saying there, you know, a wife, you know, this woman, she needs a, Yes, I'm saying that. Not because I'm saying it, because God says it. God says, you know, and again, this is where it's, uh, sometimes I can get, uh, people can get in trouble, but I'm just, you know, I, I don't care because I mean, it was what God says. He said a wife should submit to her, her husband as a husband submit to God, right? To Christ. So there's a hierarchy that God set up. Now, if you have a problem with that, go argue that with God, but God says, this is the order. 
And when this order is somehow violated that we've seen so much in our society because of feminism and this liberation kind of mentality and progressiveness, we know, you know, um, a woman would say, I don't need a man in my life. I don't need, of course you do. Right. And we have this whole cultural shift. I believe what we're reaping today and experiencing in our world is this very thing. When we take men from the leadership position that God intended for him to be in the home as a leader, right? Because this doesn't mean lordship. Again, I mentioned before, a leader is the one that says, Hey, I'm going to be the one out there. If I need to get in the battlefront, I'm going to lead. You think about in the military, what the military leaders do, right? They are going to lead. By example, they're going to get out there with their men and women who are in the battle and they're going to fight alongside, but they're going to lead and sacrifice and put themselves in those positions because they're true leaders. You know, um, I heard um, someone said, I think it was Simon Sinek who says, uh, wrote a book about leaders eat last, right? Uh, he's talking about what leadership looks like. And, and so when I'm talking about leadership here, it may be that very thing that he is a leader with eat last to make sure his family have something, you know, which wife would not want her husband to sacrifice and put himself um, at the back to protect from the back and if needs be protect from the front. That's what leadership does. She wants that in her husband. She wants that in her husband. Um, you know, doesn't mean that he's going to always be the one that, you know, in every area like finances and um, spiritual things, there might be a time when he may not, that may not be his strength, but she wants to know that he's involved and engaged because that creates also security for her, right? It creates security for her. And and I believe that when, when men, our husbands step up to the plate, it makes her feel as if, wow, you know, I can feel safe with my husband. You know, he's leading our family. Um, he's leading, modeling with the kids what it should look like. And I feel safe. I feel like I have a strong man uh, in my home. Now, I know this will, can create, I think, sometimes um, controversy because you may you may not agree. And that's okay. But I'm, I believe that God, who knows all things, had a, a reason and a, why he put it that way. So when I a person pushed back on me on this, I said, well, hey, you can take it up with God and, and argue with him. But I know God's ways are always the best way. God knows best, right? Because he is the one who created men and women. And so he knows what's best for them. And he said, you know, this whole idea of hierarchy, he said, a woman, she needs her husband to be that to her. And so she needs leadership. And again, I want to emphasize not lordship, where he comes and feel like he, you know, she is her servant, um, you know, she is his servant and should be always at his beck and call. That's not leadership. That's a um, dictatorship. That's dictatorship. She doesn't need a dictator, right? No one does, but she needs a leader, right? She needs a leader. And I, of course, I'm not doing a leadership um, talk here. And you can go and look up what leadership, true leadership is all about. And you will see the reason why I believe a wife, a happier wife, happier life needs a man to be a leader. Now, so I, I do know that this may create some, as I said, some controversy, may trigger you, but it's okay. That's what this show is all about, right? So again, there's four areas of four needs I believe that a wife needs um, from her husband, happier wife, happier life. Um, and four needs security, I mentioned. She needs attention. She needs communication. She needs leadership, right? Right. So I would love to hear from you, which of these four do you agree with or don't you agree with? And you can always, you know, communicate through email or um, comments. You can share that. But you can also listen to 
how you can share your thoughts and your feedback with us at Happier Marriage Podcast. So listen up. We've come to the end of another exciting show. And if you enjoyed this podcast, one, make sure you give this show a rating and review. Two, subscribe to the show to get all new releases. And three, get your complimentary copy of the Five Secrets to a Happier Marriage ebook at kingsleygrant.com slash HMS ebook. Again, it's kingsleygrant.com slash HMS ebook. See the link in the show notes. Do it today. Don't delay. Thanks so much for listening and make sure you tell one other spouse about this show or better yet, share it with them. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards you and give you his peace both now and forever.